Hello and welcome to RVing Dads. This is oh, season three, episode five. How to buy an RV. Yes. And I'm Todd Muller. And I'm Dustin Dinkins. So yeah, tonight we're going to talk about buying an RV. Um, First-hand experience. Yes. Well, we both bought, bought quite a few RVs, but I just happened to go through the process again. I just bought a different RV or a new RV to me. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that and and maybe what to think about when you're when you're looking to buy an RV and things to consider and all the good stuff around buying an RV, I guess. Yeah, looking forward to learning a little bit about it. So uh, today's episode is brought to you by Seriously SEO, uh, social media and search engine optimization. So check out SeriouslySEO.com. So in our last episode, we were in West Virginia touring the New River Gorge National Park. And uh, we're actually still in West Virginia. I'm leaving tomorrow. I've seen all the sites and now we're departing. So I'm leaving tomorrow and Todd, you're leaving shortly thereafter. Yep. I'm heading towards uh, the Great Lakes. Where are you headed? I'm heading to, uh, to upstate New York for a wedding. A wedding, nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. I hope to see some colors in uh, the Midwest before it gets too cold and then head south. So uh, enjoying a nice crisp evening here before we uh, take off. So I'm packing all of our packing all of our stuff, all of our chairs and outdoor equipment, getting ready to leave. We had some simple syrup in the fridge, so made a nice old fashioned to end the evening. What are you drinking, Todd? I am having a local beer here. Um something by with a ground brewery and it's called worth a lick it is an ipa with lactose in it so oh a little bit different does it taste like milk it doesn't but it has a, a similar texture texture yeah okay i'm not gonna try it all right <laughs> you didn't sell me sorry well, i wasn't trying to i'm kind of enjoying it so i didn't want to share it <laughs> I, I'm just, I have a nice orange peel in my old-fashioned so that doesn't make me think lactose would be good <laughs> But anyways, good evening, and we're talking about buying an RV. Yes. So uh, you've been in an RV for a long time. Yes. Um, we were in our, our previous RV full-time for six years, almost six years. That's, that has to be a record. It's really long in RVing standards. Yes. Um, actually, with, with that RV, we bought that RV to go full-time, and uh, everything we heard, everything we read was... You know, the, the first RV you buy is not going to be what you stay in. You're, you're going to, you know, get full time. You're going to quickly learn what you want. Um, I think we've had six RVs in that same time frame. <laughs> so uh, not that that's normal either, but. Right. You do go through them quick. Yeah. Right. But I commend you for having the same RV for that long. That's incredible. Yeah. We, we, uh, we really enjoyed it. We thought it was a perfect layout. So uh, we, we kept it for quite a few years, but it was time to move on and get something a little bit newer. And of course timing couldn't have been worse i mean right now it's a tough time to buy an rv they're, they seem expensive and hard to find right now they are yeah they're uh they're hard to find they're expensive and um so so why now why did you choose now to be the moment you needed a new rv um you know i think really what it came down to is our previous rv was getting older it was a 2007 so it was you know it was putting on i guess pushing up to 13 uh almost 15 years old which is old for an rv yeah. um so, you know, we felt like we were getting ready to move up to something new or newer. Uh, and then my oldest daughter, she moved out. She moved into her, her own apartment. Um, so we had one less person 
so um, part of it we went into this with the intention to maybe downsize a little bit nice uh, we didn't <laughs> we're, we're exactly the same size well we're a little bit lighter uh, but we're, we're the same length I was 40 foot 10 inches and I am once again 40 foot 10 inches but you lost an axle I did so my previous rig was a, was a toy hauler at a triple axle right so uh, a lot of times with a toy hauler they're expecting you to carry your your motorcycles or your your uh, side-by-sides or whatever in in the back garage of course I carry children in my garage but uh, so they give you that extra axle so you can carry a little, a little more weight right so uh, talk us through the RV that you chose Todd so we wound up getting a 2020 Grand Design 377 MBS okay all right why so Grand Design so we did just, we really kind of picked Grand Design as what we wanted um, you know I think there's a, a feeling that it's higher in quality. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think RVs in general are probably very similar in quality, but uh, Grand Design is known to have one of the best customer service uh, departments kind of in the industry, and they're very helpful and, and easy to work with. So uh, that is one of the reasons why we went newer. We went to 2020. We didn't want to buy new, um, but we did want to buy something that was still under factory warranty, at least for the short term. And you don't happen to be sponsored by Grand Design, do you? I don't, but that would be cool if I was. <laughs> yeah, if you if you're if you work for Grand Design and you're listening to this podcast, you should reach out to us. Yes, for sure. I will talk all about my Grand Design and how happy I am with it. <laughs> so, what model did you choose? So it's a 377 MBS, which is a mid bunk. Um, it is about, like I said, it's 40 foot 10 inches long. Um, it maxes out at about 16,800 pounds, so it's lighter than my last rig. My last rig was about 18,005, so I saved about 2,000 pounds there. Um, and we, we kind of went back and forth. Uh, we really liked the toy hauler when we had it. It gave our kids like a separate room in the back. Um, for this rig, we were looking at uh, rear bunks. We were looking at bunk houses. So the, the original intent was to buy a bunk house with some bunk beds and my, my two children would share the room. Um, and we looked at quite a few. We had picked out actually another grand design that we really liked. Uh, I can't remember what it was, a 30, 3970. I don't remember what the model was, but uh, we really liked it. Uh, my kids liked it, but then they both kind of came to us and said, you know, I'm not sure I want to share a room. Um, so my my daughter it was in the, the loft in the previous RV, and she preferred a loft. So she she wanted a loft, and my son wanted a room. So the mid-bunk kind of made sense because my son has the mid-bunk, right? So he's got his own room, and my daughter's got the, the loft above it, so she has her own space as well. Another nice thing, kind of a due to the design of it, the living room is in the back of it. Um, so the dining and living room is in the back and it makes it a little bit bigger. It feels it feels bigger because there's so much, you're right up at the back of the RV. Yeah, and it has opposing slides in the back the back room, which makes it just huge in size. Yes. It feels, yeah. it feels very large. Yeah, it does have some two, actually has four slides altogether, but two in the back, like you said, the opposing ones make it, give it a big feel. So how many slides overall? Four slides altogether. Okay. Uh, Two in the back of the opposing ones, one for the mid-bunk and one for the master bedroom. So it took a while to, to kind of pick it out. And uh, as I mentioned, now is a tough time to buy an RV, especially if you pick one out that you want, where you don't have a lot of flexibility. Um, you know, my wife and I uh, kind of knew what we wanted and we, we really didn't want to veer from, from what we wanted. So that made it a little bit tough. Um, we were working with a couple different dealerships 
And, uh, you know, one of the nice things about being full-time is I'm not really limited on where I can go pick up an RV. I can, I'm pretty mobile and I can go anywhere I need to go to, to get it. So um, I was working with the dealerships, but they were just, they would come in, I'd see them post on a website, I'd call, and they're like, oh, somebody already made an offer. Um, or, you know, oh, somebody uh, somebody's in it right now looking at it. So, you know, it would sell the next day. So it was tough. We kind of lucked out. My wife had joined a Facebook group um, specifically for this model RV. And she, and she did it because she wanted to kind of learn about, so she wanted some of the dimensions to understand, like, what changes we could make if we needed to or wanted to. And uh, someone in that Facebook group happened to be selling one. And uh, so they kind of connected through that. And uh, so it was a private sale. Um, it was a super easy experience. They they gave gave us a, a great video tour, so we were able to kind of see the the RV without having to travel to to it, and um, went from there. So, how wide was your search radius? Right, you you were located in um, like Virginia or Michigan when you were looking. Yep. How how big of an area were you searching? Was it the whole U.S. or just a pretty local? Yeah, uh, I was searching pretty much the whole U.S. Although I was I, I was trying to avoid the the west i was trying to avoid there was there was one or two out in utah um and texas was a little too far for me mm -hmm. if i had to i would have but uh this one happened to be in north carolina so it worked out well we were leaving michigan and we were on our way to virginia so uh it worked out to be in, in a similar location to where we were but we were looking everywhere and what sites were you using to look for this rv were you um like on all the websites or like what specifically sites did you use yeah, you know, I used, I mean, the, I think the big one is RV Trader, right? RVTrader.com. Um, but I really struggled with it. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a nationwide search on it. Um, and, you know, like I said, yeah, I would, one would pop up and I'd, I'd make a call or a, uh, send an email and, and it would be sold or, or pending sale. Um, you know, I found we were luckier. We did make, we did talk to some people about theirs mostly private sale that was kind of the only way i was i was able to catch people to talk about their rv uh, mm -hmm. it was at a dealership it was already gone so that was the big site and, and like i said how we eventually found it was my wife talked to somebody on facebook and yeah and there it was okay but we've uh we've been in it now for i guess about a month or two about a month and uh so we're still in the, the modification stages still the honeymoon phase Yes, and, and maybe that's a, a, something I can ask you, right? So I think sometimes when people buy RVs, they're hesitant to change it, right? Yeah. To make modifications. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, personally, I don't think, from what I've seen, I don't think it devalues the RV at all. I know a lot of people buy a new RV and are hesitant to change or paint or make any changes because they feel it will devalue the RV. Um, and I haven't seen that. I don't know uh, if that's the experience you've found as well. Um, it's, it, it's kind of human nature, right, to want to customize it and make it your own. Um, and, and I think as long as it doesn't, um, as long as it's not a crazy modification, then it will add value, right? So paints, cabinets, shelves, you know, electrical yes. systems, all those upgrades that anyone would benefit from those are, are in your best interest to, to do. So tell us some of the changes that you've made since you bought this RV. When, when you bought it, it was mostly stock, I assume? Yes, it was just about completely stock when we bought it. Um, really the only modification that had been made to it was the 
propane refrigerator had been taken out and a nice big residential had been put in. Um, but we did, we made some, some instant changes. Um, I was hesitant to make the changes, but not because of value or anything. I'm just lazy. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but my wife is the great motivator. So uh, we team up and she, she gets me, motiv- well, somewhat motivated. And then we, we get things done. So um, this RV did come with a big couch along the back wall. Um, so we did take that out and then we put in a desk a desk and chair next to a recliner and a little table. Um, I have my, my office in our bedroom, but my wife never really seems to have a place to work. So we thought uh, it would be nice for her to actually have a desk and someplace she could get some things done. So that was kind of the first change. Um, the, other, the only other really big change we made was in the bunk room, in the mid bunk. Uh, it came with a bed in the slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son happens to be almost six foot tall. so. One of those little bed bunks in a, in a slide was not going to be long enough for him. Yeah. So uh, we did rip that out. We ripped out the all the cabinets that were in that room, and we kind of rebuilt it with some uh, designed cabinets along with a, a separate bed area and uh, a desk. And my, bro- my, my son also plays keyboard, so kind of in the slide. Now he's got his, his desk on one side, and he can spin around in his chair. And uh, we've, we've attached his keyboard to a shelf that flips down, so... He can flip his keyboard up and he can play piano whenever he wants to. Very nice. And uh, you added a washer dryer too, right? That looks like a, a nice upgrade. Well, actually, that came with it. Okay. Um, that was included with it. I mean, that was, if it didn't have it, we would have added it. Yeah. Uh, for sure, but it did come with it. Um, but that was the, I think that's been the big changes. I'm sure there's more, but I can't what think of it. What about that uh, inverter that you have in the front there? That doesn't oh, look standard. That's not standard. I did do that. I did add a, nice big uh, Victron Energy uh, inverter charger along with some some very large batteries uh, so uh, I, I wanted to make sure I had something so that uh, especially with the residential fridge I wanted to be able to make sure that was always powered mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know eventually I'll add solar to it to give us a little bit more capability to, to be off-grid when we want to be yeah that's nice um, so when I, I look at it here we're actually sitting outside of this this new RV uh, and a couple things that strike uh, that strike me right away is the, the lippered steps, the, the big steps that fold down. Um, how do you like those? Those are great. So these are the, the big ones that actually fold down. They touch the ground. So, I mean, right off the bat, you, you get rid of a lot of that that RV shake when someone comes up your steps, and you can you can feel the whole RV shake. With these, you don't. Um, and they're a lot more stable, right? They're much easier to walk on and, and kind of be safe on. So. Yeah, they look really nice, and uh, I can vouch for that. They're super stable when you walk on them. And I, I notice you have six-way uh, leveling jacks, hydraulic leveling jacks. Yes, those are super nice. They're auto-leveling. Um, I think a lot of most, probably most RVs made in the last five years or so have the auto-leveling jacks, but I have really enjoyed them. Um, it's easy to take off, and then when you're ready to hook back up, you can hit one button, and it pulls up all the jacks, and it repositions itself right the way it was when you pulled it off the truck, so it's easy to hook back, hook back up. So, yeah, that is that is definitely a nice thing. Um, you know, one of the other, kind of talking about the the underside. Uh, one of the other reasons I really was kind of going towards Grand Design was it does come with the the Morai suspension, oh, um, which I've always heard good things about. Mm-hmm. So I was I was happy to get the Morai suspension. Um, 
So we'll see. We'll see how that lasts. Okay. And one thing that uh, you, the first thing you showed me when you bought this RV was how large the basement was. The basement is large. Yep. Um, it's a great big space. Um, so we 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 have not added anything to it, but you know it's given us. A little, it's a little easier to find our things now as opposed to our old RV where everything was kind of mashed in there together and you had to kind of pull everything out to get to it. But um, it does have a nice big open space in the basement. So, of course, uh, I was going to say that's part of that's probably because of the drop frame, right? The, yeah. The manufacturing process is a little bit different, so there's more vertical space than there was in previous RVs. Okay. So if you had to itemize the top three things that you really like about this RV, what would you say they are? Oh, well, that is a really good question. Um, I really do like the living space. Um, you know, our last RV had a great living space too, so we, we I would say we have about the same amount of space, um, but uh, this space is a little bit better laid out because it's at the back of the RV, right? You have that whole third wall where you can you can add things in. and, and um, So nice big living space. Uh, the kitchen's great. Uh, it has a nice big uh, island with counter space and... Uh, actually two burners that work that you can actually use two burners <laughs> at once which is super cool crazy <laughs> uh, and then the other thing I, I wasn't we weren't sure my wife and I have always had a queen size bed and this goes back to you know when we were in a house we always had a queen size bed this one came with a king size and before we actually got it we talked about um, taking it out because you can take it out put it in a queen size bed give yourself a little bit more room around the size but mm -hmm. I got to tell you we've kind of fallen in love with the king size bed yeah you, you like it gonna keep it yeah definitely gonna keep the keep that extra space okay um so layout kitchen and king size bed are your top three i would say that is the case right now and uh, on the flip side if you had to call out a couple things that you didn't like about this rv what would change about it oh i forgot to mention the power awnings I oh think. power awnings yes yeah, yeah those are super nice too uh as far as don't likes um we did lose some carrying capacity okay so our pre and not, not a lot but uh enough to you can feel it right mm -hmm. so i went from about i think we had about 33 3400 pounds of carrying capacity uh to this one where i have i think it's about 29 so not that much less but then i of course as i mentioned i added those victron that victron it was some really big batteries so that that yeah. took up quite a bit of weight okay <laughs> so uh we had to downsize a little bit more than we were to to get underneath our weight limits so that was something wasn't wasn't great other than that, I, have, I don't have any other complaints um, that I can think of. But it's still new. Okay. It's a new relationship, I'm sure. We'll have to check back in in a few months and see how it changes. You're, you're about right. to leave on a, on a journey here to drive around uh, the eastern U.S. with it, so hopefully nothing breaks, and uh, when we check in, you'll be just as happy. I hope so. But you, I can say that you have been showing off your electric awnings. Uh, putting them uh, in and taking them out <laughs> <laughs> at the mere gust of a wind. Right. As soon as I feel a breeze, they, they come right back in. <laughs> Which is a, a big change from your last RV. Yes. If I remember correctly, it was quite the ordeal. Yeah, my last RV was a mechanical awning, and it was a pain in the neck to pull it out. But I also tethered it to the ground in a lot of places. So if there was a breeze, I didn't care. It was, for the most part, it was, it was fine. Um, so I, I, I'm sure I could probably tether these to the ground, but... Yeah, it's just easier to press the button and bring them in when it gets windy. Push the button. <laughs> I like it. So, uh, from yourself, I know that you've you've had quite a few RVs over the years. 
I've seen most. I've seen many of them. I wouldn't even say most of them. I don't even know if I've. <laughs> I know I've seen some of them. But uh, do you do you tend to go new or do you tend to go used? I'm I'm pretty cheap, Todd. So I always go used. Yes. Um, so the the thought of buying a 2020 RV in in the year 2021 is beyond me. Um, but I can see I can see how uh, how exciting it must be. But for me, I I, I like all the depreciation already gone. So yes. maybe we should talk about the depreciation a little bit. Um, I know this is a hard year to buy an RV, but um, could you kind of talk about uh, what percentage off of MSRP you think the RV is that you bought? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's about a year old, um, and I probably saved, I would guess around 20 or 25% off of, off of buying new. Uh, and that's one thing, that one reason why I would, I'll never say never, right? But I would probably never buy a brand new RV, um, just because because it does depreciate so fast. It's not a it's not a house where you're going to get value in it over time, right? You're the second you drive that RV down the road, it's it's worth less than it was. So um, it's not an investment. It's uh, something you have to spend the money on. So this would I had no intention of going this new. It just happened to work out that way. We found what we wanted. Um, and got it for the price that we wanted. So so with with that as a concern, Todd, with uh you know, an RV driving down the road, uh, bouncing around, braking. Uh, can you talk us through your vetting process? You must have been concerned buying a, an RV that's, whether it's one year or five years old, you have to, to kind of worry about damage, yep. whether it be water damage or road damage or weight damage. Um, how did you vet that? How did you? So um, it's tough, right? It was tough, especially when our initial view of the RV was via a camera. Right, so we did a, a walk around, and um, uh, the, the folks that sold it to us did a really nice job. I mean, they, they spent 45 minutes or so on a, on a video call with us, almost an hour. Um, so we got to see a lot of it, uh, you know. And previously, when I bought my, my first RV, um, I bought it from a dealership, mm -hmm. and I did spend about two hours um, with help uh, inspecting it. And I went over everything from top to bottom to to make sure there was nothing wrong, nothing that uh, could catch me later on down the road. Mm -hmm. um, this one, you know, the way the, the timing went, I didn't have the time to do that. I wasn't, okay. I didn't have the opportunity to go to it to that level. Yeah. Um, so I had to kind of make a, you know, kind of a, a, a hope for the best scenario. Um, you know, so, you know, I understand, you know, the family was very open about how they used it, what they had done with it for the year that they did have it. Um, and one of the kind of comforts, I guess, is because it is new, it does come with the, um, the Grand Design manufacturer's warranty, which was transferred over to us. So I felt a little more comfortable with that, knowing that if something was wrong, um, I could, could get it resolved. And I think the third part is after being in an RV for six years, I know something, everything, it's gonna break, right? It's not a question of <laughs> will it break, it's going to break, right? Things are gonna break. Um, and after being in that scenario for six years, I feel pretty comfortable that, you know, knock on wood um, in most scenarios I can I can handle something breaking and I can usually figure out a way to fix it um, so like I said this one I didn't get to bet it quite as much as I did the previous one but because it was so much newer and with the warranty I felt a little bit more comfortable kind of taking a chance now Todd I've always heard that it's better to buy an RV one-year-old than it is to buy a brand new RV um, to let someone else break it in and see what uh, the factory forgot to do Yes. Um, could you justify that? Is that true, or would you say that's false in this in this case? You know, I would say in this case, um, 
the, the previous owners did actually have to have some warranty work done on it. So they did have some things fixed, um, kind of shook out through that first year. So yeah, I mean, in this particular case, that did happen, right? They, they had to kind of go through and I had to go back in for warranty work a couple times. I want to say twice um, during the time they had it. And it wasn't anything major, but it was just little things, like you said, that the factory just didn't finish and, yeah. you know, the, the fan in the living room didn't work right, right? So that had to be fixed. And <laughs> just the little things that uh, are kind of annoying to have to bring it back to the dealership to get fixed. So in my case, it was true. Okay. So what about you? When, when are you going to buy the, the next new Denkins RV? You know, that's a really good question. I'm pretty satisfied with my RV now, uh, with my bus. It gets down the road nicely. Um, I have uh, I actually had a mechanic come today to help me uh, uh, actually learn about some of the systems. I didn't know how to, uh, the air system, how, how to uh, dry it, like if, it, if water got in it. So I, I paid a, a mobile a mobile repair person to come out and uh, climb under and point out the systems and show me how to drain everything and um, all those things. So I didn't know how to do it and uh, I just paid someone. They showed me all the secrets and I think it was money well spent. Definitely. So I'm always learning. For sure, yeah. And and you have a whole new system to learn when you have a bus, right? Oh yeah, it's so many systems. Big systems, air systems and um, electrical and all, all the fun stuff. So I enjoy learning. So. Uh, so I think it, it was uh, time well spent and looking forward to the next revision. We just went through a, a refit on our RV actually. We ripped up all the flooring and uh, put, uh, put new flooring throughout the, the stairs and, and the floor through the uh, bathrooms and bedrooms and throughout the whole, the whole RV. So now it's consistent from front to back. My wife hated the carpet and there was some random other tiles uh, throughout. And so uh, with the help of my, uh, my uncle, who is a, a great tile um, and flooring person? Um, send me an email if you wanna if you wanna connect. He's awesome at it, by the way. Uh, but we ripped out the flooring and put one solid uh, flooring. It's like a waterproof. Uh, it's a hardwood, like a fake hardwood flooring, but it's made out of like a rubber type of uh, thing, and it has a, a solid foam back. So it's it's uh, good for vibration, good for noise, good for insulation, and it's waterproof. So we're really happy with it. My wife loves it. That means I love it. Yep. And actually, you know, now that you said one thing, I will mention that another big reason I like the my new RV is it is all uh, solid floors. There's no carpeting in the in the whole mm -hmm. thing. Um, we had carpeting in our last RV, and it took about I don't know two weeks before it was disgusting and gross. So it's crazy. I, I ripped out a little section of carpet, and I could not believe how much sand fell out of that carpet when I had it out the RV. It was. It was like a gray or maybe a brown colored carpet, but I swear there was must have been inches of sand. I don't know how it could contain so much sand, um, but we like the beaches. We like the desert, so the sand accumulates over time. Now we won't have that problem. Uh, we just have to vacuum a little more often. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's much easier to sweep than it is to, uh, to try to clean up a carpet. Absolutely is. So any words of uh, wisdom, any advice to give? Um, maybe someone who's a newer RV or looking for their first RV, uh, what would what would be the tips you would give them? Um, should they buy new? Should they buy used? Well, personally, my opinion is is, is to buy used. I think, okay. Uh, I think you know, with new, you got to worry about shaking out some of the problems that you're going to mm -hmm. initially have, along with the depreciation. I, I concur 100%. Buy used. Buy as old as you can. Uh, uh, you know, find what you what you want to look for. In my opinion. 
Okay, so uh, now you've decided on a fifth wheel. Obviously, yep. you have years of experience that have put you down that road. Um, any words of wisdom for a new RVer uh, hitting the road? Should they be looking for a fifth wheel, or should they stick with uh, a travel trailer, a Class C, a Class A? You know, I think it's, it all boils down to, to your what you want to do, right? your lifestyle. Um, you know, if, if you have the ability to go with a with a, a Class A, a bus, or, or a, a C, um, you know, there's some, there's some great advantages there. You can have everyone traveling together. makes travel days a little bit easier. Um, if you're looking at a, a pull-behind, you know, I, I would recommend a fifth wheel over a, a travel trailer. I think you're, there's safety alone, right? It's, it's much safer um, to, to tow your fifth wheel than it is to tow a... Not that it's unsafe to tow a travel trailer, but um, you have other things you have to worry about with a travel trailer that you don't with a fifth wheel. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would maybe... Uh um, recommend that you kind of inflect a little bit and, and try to understand what you would like to do as a family. Do you like to travel fast? Do you travel fast and far or do you travel kind of slow and just occasionally um, and, and let that guide what, what type of RV to go in. Um, and, and you know, at least in my family, we change all the time. Sometimes we're slow and in those cases, I wish I had a giant fifth wheel with six slides. Um, <laughs> other times we travel really fast and that's when I'm really happy we have a, a bus or a class A. So maybe consider that, um, but I, I think uh, if I had to pick one RV that seems to fit most of RVers' needs, certainly full-timers and families, I would say a fifth wheel is probably the first thing you should look at, um, and then maybe change that based on your budget or your travel style. Um, right. So. Totally agree. And, and I guess the biggest piece of advice I could give anyone is just is do it. Don't wait. Don't... Uh, <laughs> don't uh, spend too much time, you know, uh, looking and, and contemplating, but, you know, just get out there and get yourself an RV and, and start doing it because that's when you're going to fall in love with it and you're going to spend more and more time in your RV and then you're going to decide, okay, now I know what I want and I can, I can go get another one. That's a good point, Todd. You know, you picked out a specific RV that you liked, um, but only because you already had a great RV and you weren't in a hurry and right. you knew what you wanted. So you right. could afford that, but if you're a new RVer, um, maybe you should just pick any RV and, and hit the road and, and change and you know change later right I think that's and when when you did that it seems like you've moved as you've changed RVs through the years um, you know do you want to talk a little bit about your progression right you started with a yeah you can say it Todd I'm cheap <laughs> uh, so I started with a really cheap RV uh, I don't know what four or five thousand dollars I think it cost and that's what we hit the road with and that lasted us six months it was a tiny travel trailer no slides which I don't know how six of us did that, but it was uh, maybe a 26 foot travel trailer. So totally possible. We did it, we hit the road. And six months later, my wife and I were sitting there um, probably after an argument. And we said, you know what? We love this lifestyle, but this RV is too damn small. We need a bigger RV. Right. Um, and so that was the decision. Well, let's go bigger. And so after that, we just progressively bought larger and larger RVs uh, to fit our lifestyle until we found something we loved, right? We really like toy haulers. We really like fifth wheels. Um, even though we've tried tra travel trailers, we've tried class C's, um, and uh, and you know now we end up in a class A because my kids are, are old, they're tall, they don't wanna do anything anymore except sit on their beds and sleep. And, uh, and I wanna start leaving, I guess I'm getting older, so I wanna wake up earlier and earlier and start traveling earlier in the day, and, and the, the class A allows, allows that. I can, I can wake up at four in the morning, start the engine, and uh, hit the road. Uh, get to our destination before the family's even awake. Right. It's funny you say that, the 4 a.m., because 
That's what you hear with the Class A's. Yeah, they start up early, don't they? <laughs> they always yeah. seem to start at 4 a.m. and idle next to your window for a half You're hour. You're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. Um, I, I've talked all about all the things I can think about as far as buying an RV goes. Okay, so how long will you have this RV? Should we uh, take how a poll? Um, well, the intent is to have it for just as long, as, if not longer, than the last one. Okay. Um, you heard it, folks. Right. We'll I'm, check back in six right. years. I am cheap as well. My cheapness is just a different type of cheap, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I spend a little bit more money now, but I, I, I want it to last, um, so I don't have to, I don't have to make through the changes. And, and you know what? I don't want to move. Like I thought it was terrible, um, moving. Actually, it was terrible when I used to when we used to have a house. Moving mm-hmm. from my house to another house was, was absolutely awful. So yeah. it's not that bad, but but just moving from one RV to another. Uh, it was tough. We, we, we lucked out. We I had both RVs um, on, on a, my brother's my brother's property, so they were right next to each other. But it still took us about a week, you know, to really get everything moved over and and set up in the new RV. Um, so yeah, um, I, I can vouch for that. That's the only way to change RVs is to have both of them at the same time. If yes. you have kids and a family, and you're homeschooling and you're living your life, you you should plan on having two RVs for a short period of time. Um, yep. Even if you're going through a dealer, like work out a you know a week or, or you know three to six days. That worked well, really well for us. Pull the old one next to the new one, and just start moving stuff over. Yep. Uh, paint the walls if you want, but then move your stuff over, and uh, start living in the the new one, um, and then then eventually sell the old one. And most dealers, most RV places are very, are, they're okay with that if you give them some advance notice. Yep. Yeah, they will set it up. And, and, and it's, it can be a challenge. I mean, we lucked out, too, and, and we had a, a friend that our, bought our old RV, um, so we had all the flexibility there. Um, we, had the, we had the time before uh, we had to, to deliver it to them. So. Yeah, and I've always sold private party, so um, I bought the, bought the newer RV and parked them next to each other, and then once I moved out, I'll sell the old one private party through, right. uh, through all the places. Okay. Well, I can't think of anything else to talk about. Okay. How about you? Well, we're going to check back in six years and see how your RV's going. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we'll check it next, when the next episode is going to come out in six years, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'll try to do one before that, right? I hope so. Okay. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to us ramble on this evening. Yeah, it's been a great episode. And thanks to our sponsor, uh, Seriously SEO. Check them out at SeriouslySEO.com. Yep, big thanks to them. Again, uh, you know, we mentioned the last one, but a big thanks to the campground we're staying at, uh, Eagle's Nest Campground in Glen Jean, West Virginia. And if you haven't heard the previous podcast, check it out. It uh, talks all about the National Park. I'm um, really proud of it. It's a, it's a great national park that everyone should visit. It is. All right. Well, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Um, you know, feel free to reach out. You can get us on all the, on all the major social medias, right? Absolutely. So, uh, if you have any suggestions or anything you want us to talk about, please do let us know. Um, we're always looking for suggestions and for topics. And uh, Send us an email or a message on Facebook um, or any of the social media avenues. Do they know what our email address is? Well, mine is Dustin at RVingDads.com. What's yours? Mine is Todd at RVingDads.com. Okay. It's pretty funny, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, and uh, we hope you, you found some value in this podcast, if only for entertainment. <laughs>